Hi, this is Danny Whitaker with Devoted to Scripture. I'm reading through the Bible in a year and sharing my reading with you. This is day 26 of our journey. God meets with Moses on Mount Sinai for 40 days and nights. The Lord gives Moses instructions regarding the treatment of justice in the land. He promises to lead Israel into the land he has promised if they will only follow his commands and gives them instructions for the building of a tabernacle where God can dwell amongst them throughout their journey. Join me in Exodus 23-25 to to learn what is required to be in the presence of God. Exodus 23 You must not give a false report. Do not make common cause with the wicked to be a malicious witness. You must not follow a crowd in doing evil things. In a lawsuit, you must not offer testimony that agrees with a crowd so as to pervert justice. And you must not show partiality to a poor man in his lawsuit. If you encounter an enemy's ox or donkey wandering off, you must by all means return it to him. If you see the donkey of someone who hates you fallen under its load, you must not ignore him, but be sure to help him with it. You must not turn away from justice for your poor people in their lawsuits. Keep your distance from a false charge. Do not kill the innocent and the righteous, for I will not justify the wicked. You must not accept a bribe, for a bribe blinds those who see and subverts the words of the righteous. You must not oppress a resident foreigner, since you know the life of a foreigner, for you are foreigners in the land of Egypt. For six years you are to sow your land and gather in its produce. But in the seventh year, you must let it lie fallow and leave it alone so that the poor of your people may eat. And what they leave, any animal in the field may eat. You must do likewise with your vineyard and your olive grove. For six days you are to do your work, but on the seventh day you must cease, in order that your ox and your donkey may rest, and that your female servant's son and the resident foreigner may refresh themselves. Pay attention to do everything I have told you, and do not even mention the names of other gods, Do not let them be heard on your lips. Three times in the year you must make a pilgrim feast to me. You are to observe the feast of unleavened bread. Seven days you must eat bread made without yeast, as I commanded you, at the appointed time of the month of Abib, for at that time you came out of Egypt. No one may appear before me empty-handed. You are also to observe the feast of harvest, the first fruits of your labors that you have sown in the fields, and the feast of ingathering at the end of the year when you have gathered in your harvest out of the fields. At three times in the year all your males will appear before the Sovereign Lord. You must not offer the blood of my sacrifice with bread containing yeast. The fat of my feastal sacrifice must not remain until morning. The first of the firstfruits of your soil you must bring to the house of the Lord your God. You must not cook a young goat in its mother's milk. I am going to send an angel before you to protect you as you journey and to bring you into the place that I have prepared. Take heed because of him and obey his voice. Do not rebel against him, for he will not pardon your transgressions, for my name is in him. But if you diligently obey him and do all that I command, then I will be an enemy to your enemies, and I will be an adversary to your adversaries. For my angel will go before you and bring you to the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Canaanites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, and I will destroy them completely. You must not bow down to their gods. You must not serve them or do according to their practices. Instead, you must completely overthrow them and smash their standing stones to pieces. You must serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your bread and your water, 
and I will remove sickness from your midst. No woman will miscarry her young or be barren in your land. I will fulfill the number of your days. I will send my terror before you, and I will alarm all the people whom you encounter. I will make all your enemies turn their backs to you. I will send hornets before you that will drive out the Hivite, the Canaanite, and the Hittite before you. I will not drive them out before you in one year, lest the land become desolate and the wild animals multiply against you. Little by little I will drive them out before you, until you become fruitful and inherit the land. I will set your boundaries from the Red Sea to the Sea of the Philistines, and from the desert to the river, for I will deliver the inhabitants of the land into your hand, and you will drive them out before you. You must make no covenant with them or with their gods. They must not live in your land, lest they make you sin against me. For if you serve their gods, it will surely be a snare to you. Exodus 24. But to Moses the Lord said, Come up to the Lord, you and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel, and worship from a distance. Moses alone may come near to the Lord, but the others must not come near, nor may the people go up with him. Moses came and told the people all the Lord's words and all the decisions. All the people answered together, We are willing to do all the words that the Lord has said. And Moses wrote down all the words of the Lord. Early in the morning he built an altar at the foot of the mountain and arranged twelve standing stones, according to the twelve tribes of Israel. He sent young Israelite men, and they offered burnt offerings and sacrificed young bulls for peace offerings to the Lord. Moses took half of the blood and put it in bowls, and half of the blood he splashed on the altar. He took the book of the covenant and read it aloud to the people, and they said, We are willing to do and obey all that the Lord has spoken. So Moses took the blood and splashed it on the people and said, This is the blood of the covenant that the Lord has made with you in accordance with all these words. Moses and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and the seventy elders of Israel went up, and they saw the God of Israel. Under his feet there was something like a pavement made of sapphire, clear like the sky itself. But he did not lay a hand on the leaders of the Israelites. So they saw God, and they ate, and they drank. The Lord said to Moses, Come up to the mountain and remain there, and I will give you the stone tablets with the law and the commandments that I have written, so that you may teach them. So Moses set out with Joshua his attendant, and Moses went up the mountain of God. He told the elders, Wait for us in this place until we return to you. Here are Aaron and Hur with you. Whoever has any matters of dispute can approach them. Moses went up the mountain, and the cloud covered the mountain. The glory of the Lord resided on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it for six days. On the seventh day, he called to Moses from within the cloud. Now the appearance of the glory of the Lord was like a devouring fire on the top of the mountain in plain view of the people. Moses went into the cloud when he went up the mountain, and Moses was on the mountain forty days and forty nights. Exodus 25 The Lord said to Moses, Tell the Israelites to take an offering for me. From every person motivated by a willing heart, you are to receive my offering. This is the offering you are to accept from them. Gold, silver, bronze, blue, purple, scarlet, fine linen, goat's hair, ram skins dyed red, fine leather, acacia wood, oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil and for fragrant incense, onyx stones, and other gems to be set in the ephod and in the breastpiece. Let them make for me a sanctuary, so that I may live among them, according to all that I am showing you, the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all its furnishings. You must make it exactly so. They are to make an ark of acacia wood. Its length is to be three feet, nine inches. Its width, two feet, three inches. 
and its height two feet three inches. You are to overlay it with pure gold. Both inside and outside you must overlay it, and you are to make a surrounding border of gold over it. You are to cast four gold rings for it and put them on its four feet, with two rings on one side and two rings on the other side. You are to make poles of acacia wood, overlay them with gold, and put the poles into the rings at the sides of the ark in order to carry the ark with them. The poles must remain in the rings of the ark. They must not be removed from it. You are to put into the ark the testimony that I will give to you. You are to make an atonement lid of pure gold. Its length is to be three feet nine inches, and its width is to be two feet three inches. You are to make two cherubim of gold. You are to make them of hammered metal on the two ends of the atonement lid. Make one cherub on one end and one cherub on the other end. From the atonement lid, you are to make the cherubim on the two ends. The cherubim are to be spreading their wings upward, overshadowing the atonement lid with their wings, and the cherubim are to face each other, looking toward the atonement lid. You are to put the atonement lid on top of the ark, and in the ark you are to put the testimony I am giving you. I will meet with you there, and from above the atonement lid, from between the two cherubim that are over the ark of the testimony, I will speak with you about all that I will command you for the Israelites. You are to make a table of acacia wood. Its length is to be three feet, its width one foot six inches, and its height two feet three inches. You are to overlay it with pure gold, and you are to make a surrounding border of gold for it. You are to make a surrounding frame for it about three inches broad, and you are to make a surrounding border of gold for its frame. You are to make four rings of gold for it and attach the rings at the four corners where its four legs are. The rings are to be close to the frame to provide places for the poles to carry the table. You are to make the poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold so that the table may be carried with them. You are to make its plates, its ladles, its pitchers, and its bowls to be used in pouring out offerings. You are to make them of pure gold. You are to set the bread of the presence on the table before me continually. You are to make a lampstand of pure gold. The lampstand is to be made of hammered metal. Its base and its shaft, its cups, its buds, and its blossoms are to be from the same piece. Six branches are to extend from the sides of the lampstand, three branches of the lampstand from one side of it, and three branches of the lampstand from the other side of it. Three cups, shaped like almond flowers with buds and blossoms, are to be on one branch, and three cups, shaped like almond flowers with buds and blossoms, are to be on the next branch, and the same for the six branches extending from the lampstand. On the lampstand, there are to be four cups, shaped like almond flowers with buds and blossoms, with a bud under the first two branches from it, and a bud under the next two branches from it, and a bud under the third two branches from it, according to the six branches that extend from the lampstand. Their buds and their branches will be one piece, all of it one hammered piece of pure gold. You are to make it seven lamps, and then set its lamps up on it, so that it will give light to the area in front of it. Its trimmers and its trays are to be of pure gold. About 75 pounds of pure gold is to be used for it and for all these utensils. Now be sure to make them according to the pattern you were shown on the mountain. Thank you for joining me on our shared walk through Scripture today. Devotion to Scripture doesn't begin and end here. My prayer is that you will be encouraged to dig deeper and spend some additional time in God's Word today. If you're looking for a great place to start, check the episode description where you will always find a few key verses from the day's reading to reflect on further. I'd love to hear from you. How is God using this podcast to help you grow? How can I be praying for you? 
email me at devotedtoscripture at gmail.com. It's amazing seeing a passage come alive as we understand its place in the whole story of the Bible. Knowing and ultimately being a part of that story is the most important undertaking of your life. Join me tomorrow to continue the journey. Be devoted to Scripture.